going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do. It's the VAR bar, and we're back again for another late episode. But don't worry, we got you. What it do? What's up, boys? Come on. Okay, again. Yeah, we so good, good, man. Yeah, yeah. We good. Woo! Ouch. Certain man, man caught three points, finally. Certain man lost three points. <laughs> um, it's going to be a, an interesting um, pod today. Um, obviously, we've got games going on at the moment, so we'll keep you updated. By the time you listen to this, what happened, but we've got Brighton and Man United going on at the moment. And we've also got the German Super Cup. So, yeah, man, um, a lot of football um, going on at the moment. Like Spurs, you man, see strides, you lot are playing a lot, man. Um <laughs> so let's go straight to you, man. So today representing Spurs. Is. representing Spurs, we've got C Strider, man. Talk to us. Any club news? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So um obviously, firstly, wanna say big up the performance yesterday. I know we'll talk about that a bit later, but Carabao Cup quarter final. Um the trophy's coming, boys. For anyone that's a Spurs fan, yeah, that listens to the pod, the trophy is coming. In Jose, we trust. But um, in terms of Spurs news, transfer news, um, Skriniar, man, I'm hearing that it's, it's going to happen. There's a few sources on Twitter um, saying that if we qualify, or I should say when we qualify for the, the group stage of the Europa League, that's pretty much done and dusted. Um, and I think he's what we need. Um, and we're looking for a backup striker as well. That's apparently going to happen. Josie said that the club's pushing to make it happen. So, fingers crossed, man. We've got so many games to play. We need a backup. Yeah, man. I, I can see what you're saying. Because obviously, even though yesterday you guys won, and we'll go back into that, but it showed that you needed a striker. Um, Badly. So, obviously, some ingoings, any outgoings at the moment? Uh, one fourth potentially, might be going to Fulham. Um, Is that permanent or loan? loan with a, a option to make it permanent. Hopefully, he, we just get him off the books, man. It's never going to be good enough, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I hear that. Um, obviously, Delhi Ali, we don't know what's happening there, but again, he wasn't selected yesterday, so there's obviously something yeah. going on. I, I wanted I to know. ask you about that one. Like, well, In your opinion, what's going on? Because obviously, if he's not even selected in the squad of the Premier League, you'd at least thought he would start the Carling Cup or even be on the bench, but he's nowhere to be seen, man. No injury. Yeah. Um, for me, it's looking really, really bleak for him, man. I think, to be honest with you, are there any suitors for him? That's the question. I think if if someone That's wants to come in, for me. Yeah. you know what I mean. Who actually wants to come in and take him? And and which team does he get into? Does he drop down the level? Maybe do what Ross Barkley's done and go go to like a Villa. I don't know. He's probably a bit better than that. But you know what I mean. I, I just don't yeah. think if he can't get into a a second string Carabao Cup side then I can't see. So where do you play him? That's the question I have. Like, he's, he, I don't know. He's, the way football is now, it's either like you're playing a 4 2 3 one or 4 3 3 And I feel like he's not like, like he's not, he's not much of a mover to play in a 4 3 3 like as the number eight. And he's not yeah. creative enough to play as like a number 10. So it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I even when PSG he did was... stop, what was that? I heard PSG was in. Yeah, I heard there were links, but I don't know if that actually that's actually anything concrete. And even still, does he even get into that team? Like I just Aaron, like, Darren Bent was saying um Arsenal should grab him. Does he get into Arsenal? Like it's just the same thing. Yeah. Positionally, with with the way Arteta plays the three at the back, what, what does he play as two one of the two centre mids? He doesn't yeah, play in the front weird. three. So where does he get in? I mean if if Fam, in that Arsenal team, yeah, I'll put him up front, boy. 
<laughs> to be <laughs> honest, Arsenal probably if there's one thing they're lacking in the midfield, it's probably goals from midfield. So it could be uh, uh it could be uh, an option. But it's one of those, isn't it? North London. To... Uh, yeah, is he really man. gonna do that? No, I can't see it. Um, they'll do it, boy. He knows. He knows who the bigger team is. Low key. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the facts, still. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's looking a bit mad for Delhi um, at the moment. And I don't know. In terms of that's that's about it. Nothing really else. I just know we need to raise funds in order to to pay in the Milan what they want. So. But strides. I've got a question. You don't really sound like um, too upset about this Ali thing. Are you Are you happy to see him go, or like, would you I be? Don't... I don't know how I feel about it, man. Because Delhi, when he first sort of burst into the scene coming from MK, MK Dons, he was quality, man. Like he mm. he brought that freshness, but with with the appetite, like he wanted to to prove himself. And I just think he got too comfy, and he's not the last two seasons. He's not been the same. So I wouldn't be against him going, man. Like if we got fifty million for him, let's say that might be a push. But and got got him off the books, and mm. we were able to use that money to to fund in areas we need to. Why not? Like at the end of the day, like I think for himself with the Euros coming up, he's got to be wanting to get back into the England fold, and he's got to want to be playing games week in week out. So I wouldn't be against yeah. it, man. Yeah, uh, makes sense, man. Ah, uh, cool. So today, repping Arsenal, you've got myself, um, you got the shortest bandit, and you got big Crofty, man. So the noisy neighbours in North London, Crofty, what's going on, man? What's going on for our club? <laughs> Nothing. We're just building, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> what, Pate, Omar, what's going on, man? I need, I need confirmation because after I mean, what happened in the weekend, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it's more we're more likely to land Awar than um, Pate, from the looks of it. But um, I mean, there's reports saying that we've um, agreed to see, and Awar is in London, which I don't believe. Like I said, if it's not Fabrizio, then don't waste my time. Um, but yeah, um, there's also reports that Juve was in for him. Well, Juve were saying that they weren't in, they were just making inquiries. Uh, but it's all up in the air, to be honest. But I think Arsenal will, will close in, we will bring Awa, but I, I doubt we'll bring Partey. Um, and I heard Kolasinac is going, so that's that will fund one of um, what the Awa deal. Um, and that's it so far from Arsenal. Shalom, question quick. Um, well, I, I, cause I think I'm, I must have mentioned it in the group chat, but it's baffling me. Yeah, why? Because I'm seeing that um, Torreira is go, he's in Madrid, isn't he? Uh, no, his, his his agent is in Madrid. But like, what? I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand why is he not a part I of the party. We addressed this last episode, though. Um, yeah. I, um, we said that um, he's just always on it out. I think Mitchell was saying like from the moment. I mean, not too long, like even halfway. Like six months in, he was already looking on the way out. So um, yeah, no, no. What I'm asking is, why if you guys are so party? interested in Aparte and he's going to Atletico Madrid, yeah. it's just like I don't get why it's a separate deal. It's, it's obviously, it's obviously um, he doesn't want to pay for the club. Like no, no. Atletico Madrid are being stubborn. They're saying that that Aparte um, deal. Well, what they want is his release clause. If you don't pay his release clause, then we're not doing business. Also, yeah. obviously, you're saying, well, we understand that, but you're 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 are you taking yeah. mick because you're 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 trying to get a good player from us and we're trying to do business so you should be able to be a bit like give us leeway but, yeah just, yeah it's a bit baffling because yeah. if i'm arsenal just i'll tell Atletico, listen this torino they want this player so if you want this player you best you know chill and yeah. i think arsenal just should be a should take a harder stance and 
to get the, the deal out over the line because I think it can be done. But the problem with Arsenal is that we are we don't have the, the, the fund to pull those two players in this window. So in this mm. window, so it's going to be a, it's going to be tight. That's why one I, or the other, isn't it? It's either one or the other. But yep. if we can manage to bring these two players into the club, then we are changing things for the better, and that will make me even as excited. Um, but yeah, I, I, from looking at the um, Liverpool game, I, I felt we needed more war in that game. Find um, the ball. Yes, because you saw when Sebias came in and he just changed the game because you, you saw him dictating play, moving the ball quicker. Yeah, for, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I, I agree, man. I yeah. agree. Um, but we'll get into the game. But Tosin, yeah, you're that. quite vocal about the club, man. Like... I want to hear from you, Big Bro. Like, I saw your tweets, man. Like, say, from where Arsenal were to where we are now. I'm, I'm, st- me, I'm, I'm still waiting for him to tweet something positive about the club. I'm still waiting. Brother, like, I mean, man, you boys all know me, you know, man. I don't pay attention to Arsenal transfer news. I haven't done so since we signed Ozil because every <laughs> summer, every winter, it's the same thing. Like, do you know what I mean? Arsenal linked with this guy, that guy. Like, for me, unless I see a player doing kickups in the training ground, I don't think we're going to sign him. Like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that Arsenal need Awa or Partey. We needed that player before the Liverpool game, which I won't touch on until a bit later. So while we're still flirting with the idea that we might get him, we might not, makes no sense to me. If anything, they should have seen the Liverpool game. They should have made the deal the next day. Liverpool signed Jota, who scored against us. I saw what? One one story in the news about Liverpool interested in Jota? Next day, bang. Training Word. next day, bang scores for Liverpool. Like, come Word. on, man! Like, we're struggling here in midfield, and we're not getting these deals done quick enough. Like, we're where one 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 player is going to them, but then we can't get another player in return. We can't we can't sort that deal out, but we can sort deals for players going outwards. Man, I ain't got the energy for Arsenal in the transfer market, man. Like, honestly. <laughs> so, Tosin, you mentioned one guy that was once. Um, yes, you mentioned Man United. Um, and sorry, no, Ozil. And obviously he was once linked to Man United. So representing the United camp today is um our big boy, Big Cha <laughs> and um Prez. Would you mind like take our boy off our books for us, please? Because boy, <laughs> I know you lot can afford the wage in it. So <laughs> we're good for now, bro. We're good for thanks for offering though, bro. Yeah, yeah cheers for good. the offer, man. Ah <laughs> oh, mate, saying it. So tell me what's going on at your club then? Boy. <laughs> Pan- pandemonium really I mean not not much in terms of like names I mean we're always linked to names but in terms of like concrete people that we're looking at as targets obviously the two names that have been popping up quite a lot are uh, Alex Tellers and obviously Jaden Sancho um, I'm seeing reports every day that the, the Tellers deal is pretty much done um, but we're still wait to, we're still waiting for that official confirmation. Apparently, we're trying to drive the price, um, the asking price down even further. So Porto are asking for around twenty million euros, but I think we're trying to drive it down to about twelve, um, for the fact that um, we know his contract is running out um, next year, and um, he's you know obviously they wouldn't like to see him go out on a free, so they would like they they would like to get money in for him before the transfer window closes um so uh, i guess it's a, a bit of a stalemate in regard to the fee but um it's looking likely that it'll come through man um sancho said the better oh, man. man yeah less said the better i mean there was report <laughs> there was reports going out about uh 
you know, a bid being rejected, then I'm hearing that it wasn't actually an official bid. It was uh, a proposal that was made back in August. That is what's now been re being resurfaced as, as, as our official bid that's been rejected. Now we're hearing that Sancho didn't travel because of, what was it, uh, respiratory issues. Yeah. Um, he didn't travel for the Super Cup game against um, uh, Bayern. And he did something similar. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to go for the hopeful route, but he did something similar uh, when he forced a move out of City. And it was actually, I think it was the exact same reason as well, funnily yeah, enough. It was. Um, that that he, um, he, he wasn't, he, he basically stopped playing for City. Uh, and that was basically his indication of trying to force a move. I think it's kind of peak because... Now that I look about look at it and the way this saga has kind of developed here, like I feel like Dortmund are are like if Jaden Sancho does leave and come to United, I feel like they'll paint him out to be a villain. Like and I say that because all this time they've they've you know made it out to the media like he's our player, we we love him, he's one of our best players. Look at all look at all our players crowding around him, supporting him, telling telling everybody outwardly how great he is. Even Marco Royce, I think, came out yesterday and was like, um, you know, as the captain of the club, he's going to stay for at least one more year. So anything that Jadon Sancho does at this point in relation to aggravating a move, it will just make him look bad because it'll be like Dortmund has backed him all this time. And now, yeah. okay, raw, you're, you're going you're gonna to basically betray us after we've been saying all these good stuff about you in the media and, and, and openly said that you're going to be our player for this summer. But really, it could be that Dortmund have always wanted to sell. Do you know what I mean? But it will still look like Jaden Sancho is the bad guy. It's all speculation, but like I've, I've been thinking about it. It's, it, it could be twisted um, in, in many ways, but um, still still stay, stalemate there as well. Um, I'm still quite hopeful it will happen, but let's see. Let's see. And Dembele too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not really paying too much attention to that, man. I think that's another just a, another kind of propaganda around this whole Jaden Sancho thing to kind yeah. of maybe aggravate something. I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't buy into that, man. He he's he said n numerous times uh, the player Dembele that he wants to stay. So mm. yeah, I, I don't buy into that, man. So any outgoings like your camp guys, or you guys just getting any more resources? Few, man, a few. You want to touch on them, Charles? Yeah, um, yeah. Just from what we've, we've been reading, obviously Chris Smalling's aggravating for a move to Roma. Mm -hmm. um, I think we, I think I read somewhere today that um, Andres Pereira, um, it's, it's it's almost well done, done deal that he's going to Lazio for. I think a two year loan with option to buy. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, we've got well, there's conversations. Um, apparently Lingard's agent, um, he's offering him to a lot of clubs, but no one's interested. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the two main ones that I'm sure about um are Chris Smalling and 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 um Andres Pereira. But yeah, I think my issue is I don't know why um Phil Jones hasn't been mentioned not once, but we won't even talk on that. Bro, no one wants him, man. No one's Bro, daft enough tight. to pick up them wages either. It's tight, man. Uh, boys, I, I just realised you still have Marcus Rojo in your team. Bro. These men are getting paid big boy wages. They're not leaving bro. anywhere. They're not going They're anywhere. anywhere. Why, 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 why are they going? And if they Romero, do go, they go on loan. And Romero, Sergio Romero. Yeah. What's he doing there? That's, wow. Bro, they don't, 
these men are comfy right now, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah, that's that's the only thing the the news that I've got, I've got to report. Morning. Well, it's funny you guys should mention that. Sorry, um, guys, because I was reading an article on that saying that I think this market is very hard to um get rid of fringe players because no mm-hmm. one wants them, and mm-hmm. because of the market, no one's willing to spend money on them, so they're just gonna sit on the bench earning peace. So it's, yeah. it's kind of it's, it's a difficult situation to be as a as a club looking to, to like get rid of these players. Yeah. You, you kind of have to understand that they, I'm guessing clubs do want to get rid of these players, but it's very hard. We kind of, we, uh, we only have ourselves to blame for, for being in this position anyway. Exactly. Like for offering, I mean, we, we renewed Phil Jones's contract. Do you know what I mean? He's earning 100K. And I think he's got like three, three or so years left. Bro, he's 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 um eligible for a testimonial. That is yeah. nuts. Can you imagine ten years at the club, and he's he's earning hundred k? And when was the last time he put a string of games together? He's he's not reliable as a defender anyway, but he's always injured. So it was just like, yeah, we we, we only have ourselves to blame for the situation, man. Um, but moving away from the United camp, um. And obviously, Phil Jones has once scored a great goal against Chelsea. Well, you, if you remember, um, was it FA Cup final or some on goal? Who remembers that on goal? Was it against Chelsea? Where he put it top in? He scored quite oh, a few, man. So, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why is he? What's going on at your camp, Chelsea, man? Oh, well, since we last recorded, we have finally completed the signing of Mendy. And our new keeper, 22 million from Wren. So the man that was personally recruited by Petr Cech, arguably our greatest ever keeper. So I was reading up on him and apparently we've been scouting him since Kepa's first year at the club. So whether or not that's doubting Kepa from the start. No chest in Kepa from the start. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I think the article tried to let it out going, oh yeah, they're always on the lookout for keepers. You're always on the lookout for like your database. But it's the the way Kepa's been, it's just like, yeah, we it's sort of hinting at we knew from the start it wasn't going to be great. But the whole saga with him wasn't it. We were always forced into that transfer. But hey-ho, it's a new keeper. And I'll go on to his performance a little bit later when we talk about the games but that's a good one then in terms of outgoings today we had Ross Barkley leave the club which oh, I'm yeah. very happy about I, I absolutely hate the man and it is purely irrational and I'll happily admit that but I still <laughs> do that like, I think the thing with Barkley for me is that he has he's been the potential hasn't he like ever since his days at Everton he's always had all this potential like I the goal last year against Liverpool in the FA Cup where he just drove from our half into theirs and then put one past Adrian from outside the box. Like, that's the essential. Yeah, brilliant. Like he, not a lot of players in our club can carry the ball like he can, but he just doesn't do it. Like in when he gets Premier League opportunities, it'll just pass sideways. He'll become Tom Cleverley 2.0. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think, think opinions we... are very much divided about Barkley, though. Yeah, they within, are, man. I like him. I know, I know some Chelsea fans that really, really like him and that. That are disappointed about this. Um, they even call him your best sentiment. So yeah, it's well, weird though with yeah. Barkley. Sorry, just to add my opinion to it. Yeah, like when I watch him, I always feel like he's almost trying to become the tidy footballer, and he's like moved away from what made him actually like burst into the scene. Like I always see him, and he's always like slowing it down and like doing that like, the safe pass sometimes. I feel, and like, went... I feel like the injury, uh, the injury as uh, you know, he's lost his explosiveness. It must you be reckon? that man. I must yeah. be. Yeah, yeah that's a shout to be fair. Well, I think about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think about that. 
yeah, for me, we all because this came as a surprise, definitely for most Chelsea fans, especially the ones that I know, because we all assumed Loftus Cheek was on his way out. Because Frank, in the press conference before the Spurs game, even said like Loftus Cheek needs game time, and if that means him going out on loan, then we'll do that for him. So you you read into that as right, they're already organising one. So to see Barkley go out, I think that's him very much. I think that's probably from his camp going, look, I need to get my game time. If you're not going to guarantee me it, I'll go out on loan. So I think for Villa, it's a decent move. Like He's definitely not a Chelsea-level midfielder, from my point of view, at best a squad player. But we'll see how he goes. Great signing yeah. for Aston Villa, man. Yeah, yeah. brilliant signing for them. Um, Aston Villa looking quite strong. I said in the chat, they, they could be the Sheffield United of last season. Um, with the way they're moving at the moment, the only I think the only team in the Premier League with um, without conceding the goal so far. Shout out um, Martinez, but we won't get into that. In my feelings, but um, yeah, man, great club news going on, guys. Um, but for our listeners, um, guys, we've, we have, I think we felt we had to discuss this um, before we got into the games. Um, we've all seen this even from the first weekend since the Premier League has come back every week there's always something going on about this the handball rule it's it's a mess man um, I think Ken or someone posted in the chat um, an image of saying what they consider being handball and what's not and last week um, when Arsenal played West Ham Peter I think you you, you signalled um, an incident where maybe West Ham should have been given a uh, a penalty, whereas in a similar game against Crystal Palace, you mm. guys were awarded a, a, against a penalty. Well, Crystal Palace were awarded a penalty against you lot for yeah. the same area of the, of the hand. So yeah. I, I think what we cry for is consistency, and it's just poor. And I just want to hear you guys and your thoughts on the handball. Like, how, what do you think? Because I know I've heard some pundits say it's a rule. Like Roy King said, it's the rule. It's, we just got to follow it. But to me, it's just not inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the rule, but it's like, I mean, there has to be some some give. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the whole idea of having a, a ball to hand, um, a, a ball to hand almost leniency around the handball rule was helpful because that kind of allowed you to differentiate uh, an intentional handball um, that prevents maybe a goal scoring opportunity or a chance a chance being created but when you you're you're in the realms of the ball rebounding off your hand when it's in a natural position is just like how how is a, a player meant to meant to avoid that they can't do you know what i mean because it, it's it's their natural position i feel like it's it's taking a lot out of the game Keeping the rule, uh, keeping the rule as as it is, and especially with VAR and the reviewing of these, uh, you know, dubious handball um, uh, decisions, it just takes away a lot from the game. But um, yeah, I think we're uh, we're going to see more of these happening. I think they had a a meeting about it earlier this week, right? Um, or maybe yesterday or so, where they didn't change anything about the current rules, but I think they've added uh, some leniency in there. But we'll see. We'll see how that 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 plays out over the the next round of games. But uh, at the moment, it it is dry, man. It's a joke thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, my club's been robbed of three points. 
because of or two points or whatever. Like we, we dropped two points because of a ridiculous decision. I know we're not obviously the only club, but I was livid. I'm just glad we didn't record on Sunday because if we did, <laughs> explicit thing. <laughs> yeah, man, I definitely wanted to hit on that one. Um, that incident in the Tottenham versus Newcastle game. Um, as an Arsenal fan, obviously my hate for Tottenham is there, but boy, when I see that, even um, who's Newcastle's manager? His name just Steve Bruce. 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 Yeah, Bruce. he even came out after and said, "Listen, he's he's not happy with the fact that they got a point because he just knows that if that was against them, he will be just as livid as Calvin." They was. didn't have a shot on target or anything like that. That's what I swear. They stunk out the place. That's very point. Yeah, it's peak, man. <laughs> Because you're just saying there, common sense. Dyer has no awareness of where the ball is. Mm-hmm. He's a fool, man. <laughs> well, Andy, let's hear what you're trying to say there. What? We? He's he's a fool. Like you think? Oh, yeah. Dyer... No, I just think he's shit, man. But yeah, that was hard. Agenda there. What? Wait, do you think Dyer's sick? No, I don't really think Dyer's all that. But what's that got to do with the handball? <laughs> yeah, no, I just wanted to throw that in there, mate. Ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's out again. No, no, the handball thing was very harsh, man. Um, but you know what the thing is about this handball thing though yeah, is that if I'm if I'm um, Tottenham if I'm who who else has suffered from it in, in recent times if well, I'm um, West Brom West like, Brom I have, I have yeah handball didn't make any sense if I'm any of them teams and if I miss if, if, if I get relegated with one point to spare or like three points yeah or like Tottenham's case if I miss out on Champions League for one point and they changed the rules mid-season, I'm fuming. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm not getting over it type thing. Because like, obviously, don't get me wrong, innit? There's a, it's a long old season and there's a lot that can change and Tottenham still having their hands to qualify. But bro, like, the facts are, <laughs> they, they missed out on a point and that point wouldn't have been a point. It would have been three points if, if that, that, penalty, that, penalty, that, that penalty didn't happen. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, the, exactly. yeah, they've messed they've messed it up in it. They should never because they're, they're talking about changing the rule, innit? Yeah, they might as well, mid-season. Nah, I'm just like, they, they might as well finish it, man. It be... But it's ridiculous. So, um, so um, basically, um, referees have um, you can apply greater subjectivity within this decision, so they can look at them and think, okay, this is a decision. Like he didn't mean it, so I'm not giving a penalty. So referees now have more greater controls in applying the handle. Man, the rule didn't even need to change, like, for starters. It didn't. It didn't. I don't know why they forced it. 100. It's one thing for the rule to be a terrible rule, but then if, if it's going to be a terrible rule, and the application of it has to be consistent, like... Yeah, and exactly. That's what's not happening mm. at the moment. Like, some, which are clear, are not being given, and others are being given. It doesn't make any sense. Like, the rule, I think it's, 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 I think that's what the rule is in in, in, in Europe, isn't it? Like, in I Spain, think, um, in Spain is... Yeah, I think, um, but, but it's just dumb. I don't understand why. I don't know if you saw it, but when it hit Lascelles' hand, yeah, in the game, there was obviously the the one as well with Gabriel against West Ham, yeah, and then Calvert Lewin had one again against as well against Palace. All kind of similar motions, like not accidental hitting on, but it's like they're not even being looked at. But then yeah, the one yeah. for Joe Ward is. It's like, well. Like, if it's a rule, keep that it. Joe Ward one was mad. Joe. So stupid. So stupid. Like, you guys, that's where they need, they need to apply common sense. Like, yeah. I almost feel like the people that are making the rules are probably unlikely that they're even football people. Um, yeah, they're probably real. like scientists that yeah. look at it and think, yeah, you know. No what? common sense to it like, at all. Like, the one yeah. that always sticks out to me is last season, um, Lucas Moura against Sheffield United. Like, oh, so Lucas Moura yeah. had the ball, he <laughs> got fouled, the defender fell over, him, <laughs> kicked it onto his hand after fouling him. 
Joe. Yeah, yeah. Rebounded to Kane. Kane scored. It was called for offside. Tottenham didn't even get the free kick. Like it made no sense. Stupid. Made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, when you start denying goals and um, you know points getting dropped, if if more of these occurrences happen over the season, there's going to be mad uproar, man. Like managers are not going to be happy. Nope. I just need to bring. I think someone mentioned it here. Just an element of common sense, man. Like it, you, you can't. I mean, even like last season as well, Tosin. I think there was another game where um, one team must have they brought it back, but the other team went and scored on the other end. And then they brought it back and they saw like it hit his shoulder and they gave him a handball. Um, but it's going to yeah. really cost points. I think, as you lot said, I mean, it, it can't get worse than um, what it did. Well, not handball, but um, the Sheffield Wednesday against Aston Villa game where the, when Hawkeye wasn't working. But obviously, we, we don't want the handball to, to mess up. <laughs> we don't want it to mess up. But um, straight into the games, man. And um, we're going to go into a game that obviously had... Var coming for a handball. Um, the game that's actually going on tonight. Um, we're gonna kick off at Brighton and Man United, the first game of the weekend. United fans, Peter and um, Big Char, talk to us, man. He Char. left it late. Char, go, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, man, that was up there with one of the, the biggest smash and grabs jobs we've ever done. That's even with with Alex Ferguson era intended, like as a part of it. That was, boy. The fact that the facts are, um, yeah, Brighton just started really well. Um, they they were all over us. They looked fitter than us, stronger than us. They wanted it more. They won their 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 um their jewels. Um, yeah, they were just they were just on it. Um, they um yeah hit the post. I think four times, um, five times maybe actually. But I think Trossard hit it four times. Were you three? Um, they were yeah, they were just they were just on it. Um, I think from it's almost I feel like such a long time ago. Um, they scored. Um, yeah, Bruno pen. Bruno yeah, gave away scored. the pen. Yeah. Um, it it was a pen. It was it was a pen. Obviously, I think um, he initiated the contact. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was a pen. Um, but yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, that was one nil. Um, yeah, Prez, you're probably gonna have to help me out with this one. I've, I've almost forgot the whole game. Um, yeah, to be, to be honest, it, it was a forgettable game. I remember getting game. ripped. I just remember a, getting ripped the whole time. Fam, it was a forgettable game, man. Like we were getting run over in midfield. Um, yeah. Go on, Andy. Go on, Andy. No, 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 no. Go on. Uh, well, <laughs> we was get- agenda. it was another agenda. <laughs> we were getting run over in midfield, and I think I was saying to Char, I think like it it must have been in response to the showing we put on. Uh, last week against uh, or last game week against Crystal Palace where uh, we were obviously playing the high line um we were we were uh, like very very deep this game uh, almost inviting the pressure onto us um and the problem with that is we're not even equipped with the defenders to invite pressure yeah so um what you were looking at is basically Brighton uh, creating chances, looping crosses in from the right-hand side uh, to the back post where Aaron Wambasaka wasn't aware of anything around him. Um, and, you know, a lot of those chances in the second half came over from the looping ball over to the, um, from the right-hand side. Um, and Bruno Bruno Fernandes for the goal, skipping head, ahead a bit, Bruno, Bruno Fernandes switched off for the goal um, that uh, uh, they equalised with. But at the same time, I'm looking at Wambasaka because positionally, like he he should really be covering that back post. Yeah. Um. 
but um, yeah, overall, it defensively, it was a poor performance. Pogba got dragged at 60 minutes or so. Uh, he had a stinker of a game. Um, uh, Rashford was our bright spark, of course, getting the two goals. Um, but, but his over- goal was sick, man. Yeah, his second, yes. his second goal was, was excellent, excellent goal, man. It was Rashford of like early, early last season. Yeah, man. And, and that's that's kind of what I want to see see out of him. Just run, just run, George. Like you're fast, <laughs> just run. Yeah, so I'm hoping that like he's he's kind of shaken off that uh, that back injury uh, for mm. good now. How and did your centre forward play, Pres? I was just getting onto that, mate. If you if you let me just uh, cover covered it covered the game. Don't worry. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. Nah, Rashford played really well. Um, well, I say really well in in context of everybody else uh, in the United shirt. Um, and yeah, I said to Char, like, if our back four, if our back four was like to leave today I, I wouldn't feel any way about it I feel like we need to, we need to start again we really yeah, need to start again at the back like it's uh, it's getting to that point where I'm, I'm looking at Wan-Bissaka yes one-on-one defender um he's great um but I mean even defensive awareness there's question marks there um as a one-on-one defender you can't really at him but um yeah every every everywhere else in the back line Luke Shaw I know we've had we've had numerous conversations about him and not to ramble on but Luke Shaw doesn't offer anything going forward for me. Um, I mean, he gets to the byline quite all right, but let's get productive when you get into them positions. Um, and he 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 doesn't do enough for me. That's why I'm looking at this Alex Tellers as as a, a potential, uh, not necessarily replacement, but definitely uh, to give Luke Shaw competition, because he he uh, you know from what I've seen of him, Alex Tellers is a productive left back. He takes set pieces and he gets to the byline and puts in good crosses. Like his stats for last season were um, fantastic in terms of assists and goals. So I'm hoping that, you know, at least on one side of the pitch, we have, um, you know, a wing back style player. And then we don't have to rely on the likes of Wan-Bissaka, you know, being productive from from wide areas and getting forward as much. Um, but yeah, so Toast mentioned our our number nine. Obviously, he hasn't he hasn't quite got going yet, the golden boy. But I have no I have no um, qualms with saying that like the goals are coming. I feel like he just needs to 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 get back into the swing of things, and um, it will be calm. So I wouldn't I wouldn't look too much into that, man. I wouldn't look too much into that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's that's it. Oh yeah, of course. So the the decision at the end so um <laughs> so man kept quiet they're waiting for us to talk about <laughs> i was literally waiting for it <laughs> Bro, for me at this point in the game i was i was ready to switch off and just just get on with my day but um obviously i think it was like the the, the hundredth minute or it, it was 98 like, 99th minute 98th minute something like that um more pie, who was doing the, the cry more, cry more celebration after he did the Panenka penalty, um, has, has done something really foolish in the in the dying, dying minutes of the game where he's, he's gone charging, I think it was Maguire, uh, with his hands in the air. Like, it, it was mad stupid, mad, mad stupid. And I feel like for the amount of chances that Brighton created, numerous shots, numerous times hitting the post, is like... I think that is the real difference maker in a team that can get the job done in a team that can't. Like, at the end of the day, chances are there to be scored. 
and we'll get onto the I mean we'll get onto the Arsenal Liverpool game but they were you know there's that's another classic case of where chances are nothing if you're not converting do you know what I mean so um I don't really feel I feel I don't really feel bad for Brighton for me it's like same same I agree for me it's like you know the game the game was was there to be won you didn't win it um and we've come in and done that um and I was moving shameless on on Saturday I was just like, listen, this is three points. I'm I'm happy to pick these up because, you know, these are these are you know games that come back to bite us later on in the season. So I'm um, I'm taking these three points all day, man. And uh, obviously, uh, sorry, Bryson. Yeah, obviously Bruno slotted away the penalty and we won the game, man. So yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was just gonna say, like, don't get me wrong, like the penalty penalty was absolutely warranted. I have no idea what um Mopai was doing, but. As a neutral, I'm just so bored of watching Man United just get pens. Like it, it's literally <laughs> he beat Fernandez pen every game. Like it's just a joke. Every time I look up, there's another pen, to, and Fernandez does not miss the pens. No. It's just pointless. Like what? Like what is going on? 18, 18 pens in a row, I think. But but he does now the throughout the game, you know. Bro, one of the strongest pen when, assist keeps during it going. Train, during training, they don't do shooting drills, man. They do penalty drills. That's what I heard, man. <laughs> you started, Mono, yeah? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But hey, like I said, to you, I, I agree with what Peter said, man. You man collected three points. It was an ugly three points, but yo, you got the three points, and that's what I'm at, isn't it? Mm. Regardless how you've done it, but you got it in it. And um, before we move on, I just want to say, shout out Neil Mope, you fool. I forgot what he did to um, Leno. And um, you know what? Karma's a bitch, innit? Um, <laughs> and on that bombshell, we're going to move over to the next game of the weekend. Boy, why is he? Debut for Thiago Silva. Hmm. Alexa. Please. <laughs> no, <maybe not>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, ever since I've come on this pod, Chelsea have not done well at all. And there's no coincidence whatsoever. But nah, <laughs> it was just like when they say a game of two halves, that was just awful to watch. So I literally went out for food just before the game started. And I was like, right, I'm going to put it on pause. I'll turn the phone off so that I don't get disturbed so I can get all the notifications in time. And like, will not be spoiled by the game. And then we went 3-0 down. I was like, right, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't live that in real time. But um, that was just that was just pathetic. Marcus Alonso hopefully will never touch the pitch for Chelsea again. So first goal, he decides just to head a routine ball over the top straight to their player. He plays a pass in. And it's a decent finish into the bottom corner, but keeper should be saving it. So that's another reason we need Mendy in because Willy Caballero can't do the job either. Second goal, Thiago Silva, just he playing in that Farmers League, Ligon, thinks he has more time, was in the Premier, he doesn't even get closed down that well, just he's obviously looking where he wants to pass it, not concentrating on the ball, bad touch, gets away from him, slotted away by Callum Robinson, who I've never heard of before Great that game. Finish, that was. Say that again? Oh, very yeah, well was, taken goal. Yeah, really well taken. Cut, like, he came, he did brilliantly. And then the third goal, Marcus Alonso goes ball watching when a ball gets floated in. I think it was a corner, wasn't it? Yeah, it gets headed on. And then he's just at the back post just to tap it in. So awful, awful half. Um, at halftime, we haul off Kovacic, who didn't really deserve to be hauled off. But it was for hudson Doyce. So we're obviously going for the game, which I understand. And then Alonso for Azpilicueta. Alonso then tries to get, get away from everyone. So he tries to watch the rest of the game on the team coach. 
he then gets hauled back into the stadium. Oh, sorry, Jake. Is that what happened? Because I heard something happened at half-time with Frank and Alonso. So, yeah. he so, went to the... Yeah, so he's been told he's coming off half-time. He has just went straight onto the team coach, not went into the stands like Kovacic did, like you're supposed to, really, with your team. So, I think it was about 10, 15 minutes into the half, someone recognised that Alonso wasn't there. They've hauled him back in. And then apparently after the game, Lampard has just went into him in front of everyone, just said, like, Look, we've obviously shown great spirit today to get it back to 3-3. Free free. Like, we've shown a togetherness and you've just completely abandoned that. So it's probably the embarrassment of um, Shea Ajayi absolutely burning him. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah 20, that slow-mo race. Slow-mo race, boy. Well, this is the thing I've not understood. So ever since Alonso's been at the club, when he plays a proper left-back, he is awful. He has not had one good game as a proper left-back. As a left-wing-back, fantastic. One of the best in the league. But as a left-back itself, he just cannot defend enough to hold that down. So why Lampard put him there, I don't know. Like, it was just that. He doesn't, he doesn't take joy in the defensive side of the game, and it shows. Like, yeah. he, he, he'd much rather just He's a attack, attack, attack all, yeah, he's just attack all game. Yeah. Unless he's got the ball or you can see where the ball's coming to end, just switches off completely. Yeah. So I can't imagine he'll be playing much more for us because then in the game last night, we put on Emerson and he decided to do his own mistake. But I'll get to that another time. <laughs> so half time comes. We, and first half, we were good with the ball, not great, but obviously defensive issues. Then second half, we just put it into game. Mount scored an absolute screamer. That started it back. Havertz took combined nicely with Hudson Adoy. It was a basic move, but I mean, it was nice to see Hudson Adoy make those movements because mm. he was usually just get on the wing, attack the guy, do nothing. Whereas now he's doing a bit more off the ball. Then Tammy scoring that last minute equaliser. So overall, free free draw against West Brom. I mean, we were lucky to get a point. Let's be fair. At half time, when you're 3 0 down, you're lucky to get a point. But that can't be accepted at all. Like that, like three chances on goal, three goals. Yeah. It just screams inadequacy, really. So I was I was not happy. I was desperate to record on Saturday or Sunday so I could get my anger out properly because <laughs> now I'm a bit more considered. <laughs> <laughs> now, we love that, Jay. Thanks for that honest review of your team, man. Um, so we're going to move over to the next game um, within us, and that was the game of Spurs versus Newcastle. Now, Calvin... Please control yourself as you yeah, give I'm us calm now, man. I can't lie. <laughs> I'm calm now. Talk to us, bro. Um, yeah, so boy, yeah. Um it was Newcastle, they've been a bogey side of late, man. Um they beat us at, at the lane last year. So um but I was confident coming into the game. Like I I look at them and they they don't really sort of attack and I thought with a team that he put out was another strong team despite, obviously, the congestion we've had with fixtures. And I thought, yeah, man, three points. So we started very well, created a lot of chances. Um, Darlow was putting off a few worldy saves. Sun hit the, the bar. Kane had a chance. And I was thinking, yeah, man, this is... Once we get the goal, the floodgates are open. We win this about three or four. We did eventually get the goal. Um, nice bit of play from Kane on the left. Whips it across. And then Lucas is in, in at the back post. And I thought, all right, cool. Went in at halftime, 1-0. They hadn't even really had a shot, hadn't even looked like scoring. So it was one of them games where as much as I thought, okay, cool, we've not put the game to bed, the second and the third will eventually come in the second half. Um, Son came off at half time with an injury. 
um, which I was a little bit concerned about at the time. But I was I didn't know at the time he was injured. I was just thinking maybe it's just he needed a rest. Um, carried on in the second half, still dominant. Was good. We were good on the ball, creating chances, but we just couldn't get that second goal. And um, as as the game went on, they brought on Andy Carroll, and, and it did change the game slightly because they went a lot a lot longer. Shelby was playing long balls into Carroll, and obviously he's a threat in the air. And he was winning a lot of headers, a few knockdowns, and although they weren't creating clear cut chances, it was just a bit of hot in the mouth stuff at, at times. Um, anyway, they get a free kick. Now, firstly, yeah. This free kick for me is not a free kick. I don't know if anyone's seen it back, but Joel Linton passed the ball to the right and jumps into Hoiberg and the ref gives a foul. I don't think it was a foul personally. Anyway, it's the last minute of the game or last 30 seconds. You think, all right, cool. See this out and we get, we get the three points, we move. Ball comes in. Andy Carroll goes up for a header. Hits Eric Dara on the hand. Ball gets cleared away. Now, at, that, at this point, I'm thinking, oh, nothing, like whatever. And then you get the dreaded, oh, this is being reviewed here. And you're thinking, oh, no, whose hands it hit or what's happened? That's the first thing you're thinking now. And obviously, they showed the clip. It hits his hand. And I'm like, it's a penalty. Straight away, I didn't even need to look at it again. I knew this is going to be given as a penalty. VR look at it. They're slowing it down. They're rewinding it. Carragher's going mad on the commentary. Two twos. They tell the ref to go look at the monitor. And I'm like, this is it now. And I know it's being given. <laughs> the penalty gets given. Mourinho's like... But, the man are fuming. I'm fuming. I'm effing and blinding at the TV. I can't believe what's going on. But with the rule being as sensitive as it is right now, and with no common sense being being shown by referees, it's one of them things where you know it's a pen. So now it's just down to can can Larice be a hero and save us from dropping points in this game? Obviously, Wilson slotted the penalty, one all, last kick of the game. Mourinho storms down the tunnel, and it just left a real sour taste in my mouth because. For the first time in a long time, I really thought we, we played well. Um, we didn't look in danger at any point in the game. And although our finishing was a little bit poor, I didn't ever foresee us dropping points in this game. So, yeah, man, we um, we drew one all in the end. And just, I'm, I'm calm now, but at the time I was fuming. Because it was a game we did not deserve to draw, man. We deserved to win. Mm. Even even from an Arsenal point of view, man, I can't lie. Yeah, you man were very very hard done by um, for that penalty, and I still can't believe it to this day. Like they actually gave it to you lot. Um, but yeah, it, it it is what it is, and we just hope that they can um, can review this um, whole handball rule and fix it up. And unfortunately for you lot, a point dropped. Um, but yeah. it, it had positive positive signs of um, going forward, and that's what you can ask for. Um, thanks for that one, C Stroids. Tosin, boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so, Andy, we're going to go to you last, but we're just going to get Tosin's feedback. Um, Liverpool met Arsenal. Um, probably the first game that we thought, oh, yeah, Arsenal can can kind of see where they are now for Arteta and how good we've become. Um, obviously, went on to lose the game. But I, I said, look, those are big, big improvements, even though the squad was the same from last year compared to how we played last year. But, um, Tosin, review that game for us, please. Man, oh man, Liverpool, man. I'll tell you what, bro. Like, I watched the game with my bro, and my brother, and obviously, he's a Liverpool fan. And I actually tweeted before the game, like, the confidence of Liverpool fans is really kind of irking me. It's really, really getting to me. And man, it's, 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 it's just like almost men be boys at this point, man. Like, the golfing class between Liverpool and Arsenal right now is just unbelievable. Like, Arsenal took the lead in uh, that game against the runner of play. 
Um, a very, very rare mistake from um, Robertson. And um, Lacazette, to be fair, was quite lucky with the finish. But in the same breaths, sometimes those only go in when you do bounce him into the ground. So um, I was obviously happy to see him get his uh, third goal of the season. He scored three goals in three games. Um, and we obviously hope there's more for him, from him to come this season. But my biggest issue was I looked at my brother when that goal went in. He didn't even move. He didn't, he, he didn't react like whatsoever. <laughs> and that was literally what, that's what's been pissing me off about Liverpool fans because they know that their team will win as long as their team turns up. They have to turn up. All they need to do is turn up and they will win the game. Before, by the time I probably sat down from celebrating, from, send, from shooting out voice notes, 1-1. <laughs> Tierney, to be fair, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. He, he, was, he was caught cold, to be fair, but Salah's one of the best wingers in the world. Salah got in the right position. Salah got across him. He either gives away the pen or he lets Salah get across. I'm not going to be too, too critical of Leno. Um, he did try and push the ball to the side, but Bellerin, ASOS model, as always, he was asleep at the back post <laughs> and Mane tapped it in. Um, after that, it was just it was just total football, really. It was just domination. Like you've got a quarterback in Van Dijk and you've got four of the best wide players in the world, in Trent, in Robertson, in Salah, and in Mane. And after that, it was literally just wave after attack, wave after attack until they scored their second goal. And at that point, I was I was thinking, man, it's, it's going to be a cricket score right now, man. Like, it was men v. boys in the midfield. It was men v. boys position for position, man. And, like, Liverpool right now are just playing total football, man. They're playing total football. They are so dom dominant. They are so much better than us right now. Again, as I said earlier, like, for me, I don't understand how Arsenal can't go to go into these sort of games and look solid enough to actually look like they get, they're actually going to get a result. But for me, I, I, I've said it from the beginning, I said it in the, in the like preseason review, comes down to centre mid, man. Like, you cannot have Elneny and Shaka in your centre mid in 2020. Like, come on, like, this is, this is it's an aberration. It's an absolute disgrace to have two <laughs> players at that level in the centre midfield and think you're going to do anything. Like, the little, man... Fabinho, another brilliant game from him. No, nothing went past him, but to be honest, we didn't put any pressure on him. Like, the mid Liverpool midfield were coasting all game. <sighs> man, so obviously it's 2-1, and he's one of my favourite Arsenal players, but man, Lacazette has to take a long, hard look at himself. Because when you're at Anfield, you've got to take those chances, man. You've got to take those chances. Great slip. slip the first one was offside, so... That's fair enough. But the second one, a slip-through ball from Ceballos, who arguably should have started the game. Lacazette didn't know whether he wanted to round Allison or slot it under him. Like for me, a confident striker stands the keeper up, slots it through his legs. Lacazette did neither, man. Like I'm, I'm, I was so disappointed in him. And in games away to top four teams, fine margins, man. And we didn't do enough. We didn't do enough to get a result from that game. Jota came on, wrapped the game up, and... Yeah, to be honest, I think we were just lucky that it was only a two-goal margin, to be honest, man. Like, some Arsenal fans, I know you, uh, Yizel, I know Shalom, you guys said that you felt as if we, it, was, it was better than last season. I mean, man. Thank you. Thank you, Toast. Thank you. Thank you. But wait, what do you mean, thank you? Wait, Toast, let me explain. Andy, if this was last season, if this is the last season team, that scoreline that you predicted would have happened. That's how I feel. I thought that it could have been five, six with the team, how we were playing last season. This is what I'm trying to say. It wasn't great, 
but we showed signs of improving. Like what like signs? A- you know, you know, you played better last season statistically. So what signs did you show? Is all like, we'll I, be watching I, the same I, games. I, honestly, we're, we're a better team now. Don't get me wrong. We play better football, but I don't feel as if. Bro, let me tell you. Last season, the thing is, last season, yeah, the game. Last season, the game against Arsenal. Arsenal were moving to us a lot more than this season. Even if you if you pull the stats together, yeah. So, um, what do you call it? Um, on Monday we had sixty six percent possession and Arsenal thirty four. Last season we only had fifty two and they had forty eight. They only reduced us to five shots on target last season, whereas this season it was eight. So it what we are was were you better this season and than last on, season? On top of that, Yizu as well. Two of the goals came from that two David Luiz mistakes last season. I actually felt as if we Yeah. Like, the thing is Arsenal Arsenal were on to us last season. With Pepe moving mad. We got run off the pitch on Monday. That's the difference. Like it was it was yeah. So can I can I jump in? Because I this is this is what I meant with I thought Arsenal were actually crap because even I, even when I compare, I compare, I, I used a lot of things to even make this judgment. Even the Leeds game, um, Arsenal being actually informed coming into this game, Arsenal beating us two times. Even though, I mean, the community showed I would say is deserved, but the game at the Emirates probably not. But them beating us two times, so obviously they will come into this game with some sort of confidence. From minute one, they look there was no confidence in Arsenal's chest whatsoever. Liverpool played with their centre-backs on the halfway line. And I was thinking, we didn't do that before, but now it seems like, ah, Liverpool are winning this game by all means necessary. Same thing happens again. We make a mistake, Arsenal scores. I'm thinking, shit, same, same, same shit. Arsenal were defending, inshallah. But <laughs> it was, it, bro, it was poor. It was a poor effort from you guys, man. And and you reckon it's a poor effort or you lot were just too superior? It's a poor effort because ah, I think... A bit of both. Bit of both, man. No, no, it's definitely a bit of both. Liverpool were... I've taken their football to another level. Like I said, Liverpool are at a point where they can just turn up to a game. If they decide they're going to they win that game, there's nothing you can do to stop them winning that game. There's but I'm not, ha- I'm not having the argument that Arsenal played better last season than this season because that's not true. We mean this season than last season? Yeah, that's not true what you said. I think the, uh, the other thing as well, man, it's always going to come down to personnel. Like Liverpool, yeah. they have their system. They know what how they play, the pressing game, playing through their wide players. Arsenal now, I feel as if we're, we're trying to implement a system, but you're looking at the players. The players the players aren't good enough to implement the system. Like, no. Shaq is getting yeah. both feet. And, uh, and, and next thing you know, Liverpool have got a corner from it. Because yep. he's so rattled, he doesn't know what he to do. He wants with to the get rid of the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, <laughs> man, man. <laughs> You've got Arteta telling the boys to play out from the back, but Leno's not giving the centre-backs confidence to play out from the back. The defenders look shaky when they're passing across their goal line. Like, come on, man. If you don't have the personnel, it doesn't matter how good the manager no, is. Right, it's, can, question, though. It's, also, it's also about fine margins as well, because if Lacazette sluts that goal, then we, we're having a 2-2 game. Which anything could happen. That, that's but that's what I'm saying. That's but that's but, but that's what I'm saying. But that, but that exactly. But that's that's what I'm saying. That adds to the overall crapness of that performance. Exactly. It's very extreme. I wouldn't say Arsenal was crap. You know what you Shalom. Like, you were, bro. God, look at the stats, Shalom. Shalom, look at the stats. Look at the stats, bro. Let me finish. We probably buckled under pressure, which, which 
is what Liverpool did from minute one. And that's how Liverpool plays. And it's so frustrating because you can see it. What they do is people pressure. They pressure you for you to make a mistake and you buckle and they win. And they have ruthless players that will kill you off. That's what so can did. you tell me what was good about your performance? Do you know what the issue is, man? Do you know what the issue is? Go the issue, the issue is, I do fully hear you that in, in some big games, sometimes you need you, you better to be lucky than good, right? But the yeah. problem is, it's not sustainable football. We're going to go to United, not. we're going to go to City, we're probably going to go to Spurs, and the same thing is going to happen. Like, you can't just say, ah, but if like I said, they're taking that chance. Mm. Because we're just going to have that excuse every single time we get into these listen, big games. Listen, we need listen, sustainable bro. football I, I, to I allow agree. us to I, be I, in I the game, in a big you. game. I, I agree with you, Chelsea, but let's just, let's just look at it. Let's just be a bit kind of objective. Like player for player, Arsenal, doing, we don't have good players to march Liverpool. But this is the thing that you beat Liverpool the two games. You beat Liverpool two games. You came in form. You played and, better. And, you played better last season. Exactly. So what are you talking about? No, no, no. Don't, 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 Under don't, Una Emery. But can I finish? The only game that I would say we, we played better than Liverpool was the mini shield. The game in the Premier League, Liverpool switched up. They've only yeah. won. Now, but you beat us. You beat us. The Premier League game. Well, it's, it's, yeah, we beat you because of your mistakes. You so had this, two bad I understand that. I understand that. Shalom's basically trying to say that he, the reason why they beat you is not, is not because they were better. Is that Liverpool? I get that. I get that. No. I get that. Two of them were some of your mistakes. No. So we didn't play well that game at all. No. 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 I get well. So, so when, when you call us crap, you you are taking the mick. And that's, that's, that's you are How? How? Because Arsenal, okay, raise your hands here if you, if you guys believe Arsenal are a crap team. Nah, you're not crap, crap, but do you know what I'll tell you what? I, I see said you played crap. crap. I know, I know, listen, I know, I know, I know I can't talk, just quickly. I know I can't talk, yeah, being, being obviously a Tottenham fan and being with, with Jose at the helm, yeah, but I just think you were very negative. I don't think you're crap. I just think you didn't go there believing you could win. For yeah, whatever reason. exactly. Whatever, exactly. Whatever I, I, I think we've buckled under pressure. The beauty of Liverpool, this is what you have to understand. Is that from but why are you buckling one, when you've got two wins? The thing is, it's not even that. You well, went one nil up. You went one nil up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you then that, I, you think you'd keep I, it tight for five, ten minutes. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what happened. We went one up and we could not believe we went one up. We didn't have the belief. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's the negativity of going to a place like Anfield and believing you cannot win the game. And and, and it kind of ties over to what Tolson has said. When you look around and you see Jacker playing with one foot and other things not working around, you're just going to buckle. But this was the same Jacker that played in a community shield. So I just feel feel like... That's fine. That's fine. But you need need great great players. What great players... Bro, you're not asking the question, Shalom, bro. There's a lot of excuses for me. You're you're walking or you're skating around it. Listen, Leeds United came up from the championship last year, okay? Yeah. And went to Anfield. Moving mad! And... And they took the game to them. All right, they lost. Moving mad. But they okay. took the game okay. to them. Okay. As, okay. Why can't that's Arsenal, that's, as an established Premier League team, not that, do that? That is fine. Let, let, me, let me explain it. it, it Liverpool played the same way they played against Arsenal against Leeds. They say yes. Yes, they want, yes, yes. but they want, you know what? They weren't allowed to. At the end of the day, Liverpool are going to play up to their opponent and play down to their opponent. Like, exactly. You're going to play up to Arsenal. Of course you are. Nah, but you know why I disagree with that? I don't think they played any differently to we against, didn't. against Leeds. We didn't. I think the difference is... Of course, of course you didn't. 
I agree with what um, C Strides is saying um, with the first bit, Strider, about how we didn't play any confidence. But I feel with the Leeds thing, it's kind of adds to what you said at the initial start because we probably come with a bit of pressure, but Leeds just newly promoted. They've got no pressure, so they, they were able to probably enjoy their football more. But so I do agree that we probably mm. did come into that game a and we weren't, we weren't confident. Um, and I, don't know, I don't know why it was... It was like that, but why? What exactly, Monia? Why is why is it like this? Why is my whole is point. Why that? is it because you I, I, you come I, 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 you come you come with a um, better record over recent games? Let me not be in. All I can say is Arteta probably just didn't get it right on the day because with the likes of Saka um not on the uh, on the bench um some yeah. start, but then I just think again. Well, you know what? With the team that he put on, they did play well. Like they weren't bad. Like Enoni did all right. Xhaka played all right. But I just Liverpool just much better than us on the day. So that, that, that's that's my that's my say to it. So before we go, but, okay, but Monia, but but you compared it with last season. He said it was better than last season. In as an Arsenal sense? fan, as an Arsenal fan, when I when I when we came into these games, I was a bit more confident with the style of play we were playing with Arteta. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you're saying the possession stuff. Odin, I just feel maybe that's the case with you, man. Just being a lot better than us. But you said in the chat, oh, this could be five one. I believe if this is a team that played last year. It probably would have been five one. Yeah. But anyways, Andy, let's hear from your side in about Liverpool because um we've got to move. Um yeah, I thought this was um one of our better performances in 2020. Um we didn't play the same way where where we played against Arsenal the last couple of games where we dropped a bit deep because of the Aubameyang situation. I think Klopp this time was just like, you know what, to be Arsenal, we just have to play our game and not think about them too much. Um, yeah, and I think that's what happened. So we just took the game to them. Of course, um, Arsenal took the lead. Um, Robertson made a... Who, 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 who crossed that in? Was it Aubameyang? He just drilled across. No, Ainsley. It was a horrible Ainsley. cross as well. It was a horrible cross, but I think Van Dijk was just following, looking at Lacazette, and Robertson could not clear the ball at all. And it went, fell in Lacazette's lap. He scuffed it, but he went in. Um... So, yeah, then from there, it was just all Liverpool, man. Um, shout out Diogo Jota for his debut goal. Um, yeah. Like, man, like, don't get me wrong. To say, man. Like, I, I, I get... No, no I, it's not... I don't... I, well, like, again, if we, if you have a, a centre-forward, if you have, like, a top-quality centre-forward, then I can understand playing a Bamiyang on the wing, but it's games like these... And while I can see the benefits of having a Bamiyang on the wing, it's games like these where he, he was... Uh, he was like minus one. It was like having 10 players. He had no impact on the game whatsoever. And yeah. the only one time he did get down to the byline, left foot cross, went into the stands. Man, he's he's not a winger, man. He's not a winger. And it's going to have to come a time when we're going to have to just put him in the middle, man, at the end of the day. like In Arsenal's defence, though, like uh, Munya said, obviously... Yang, Yang, Yang <laughs> those two Liverpool, those two Lacazette chances, the net is bulging. The, I mean, he's the killer. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie as well. That piss. <laughs> Boy, let me... Hey, know. Pia, 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 calm yourself. Let me know. <laughs> obviously, in, 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 time, in, Arsenal, in Arsenal's defence, obviously, they didn't play with um, um, Angel Gabriel and Sebayos was also on the bench because when he came on, he kind of changed the game. Um, Arsenal looked a lot better with him. Um, I, would I say I'm worried about Arsenal? Now nah, I think they'll be fine. Um, but they need to play, especially in these games, their strongest 11, man. I don't think you have a good enough squad as a whole to keep your best players on the bench. So, 
and there needs to be a there needs to be a plan B, man. Like you guys were were committing to playing out from the back, even the though back. the press yeah. was was like, local for yeah. the whole game. Like we don't even play to our strengths. Like we don't yeah. even like like we came to counter attack and we couldn't even do that effectively. Like it's yeah. it's unbelievable, man. But yeah, man. So Liverpool took the three points in that game. Um, I guess you can say well deserved. Um, they keep the hundred percent record. And Arsenal then obviously end theirs. Um, there's one more game we're going to quickly discuss. Um, no more pod member supports either clubs, but just because of the result, I thought it, it, it was wrong for us not to talk about this game. It was Man City against Leicester. Jamie Vardy, wow. Oh, yeah, mad. <laughs> That's what I have to say, man. Like, I had another hat trick. I think it's the second one against City. A friend um, of the pod. Um, does it again man like just bags just loves to score even though two are penalties but that's just due to Man City's poor defending and when we go with Man City in defending they've now was it spent over a billion on defenders is it really since since Pep has been local it's close to a billion I think wow just since when Pep has been at the club they've now spent a billion did you see the no, rattled? I think, I think... the rattled interview from Rodri afterwards. <laughs> no, I didn't watch yeah. the game, but he was basically saying it. that, um, yeah, Leicester didn't play well. They just sat back and hit us on the counter, and they didn't play football. We were the only ones playing football. And I'm thinking, bro, you got pammed five two. I saw a clip of him literally giving a ball away. <laughs> like it was bro, just funny. Tillemans and um, Mendy ran that game, bro. Like it was nuts. They actually ran like ran rings around all of the what that Angolo two Yeah, bro. Trust me. He he. Came, the thing is, he's not even a certain for them because obviously, indeed, he usually starts in it. But bro, yeah, yeah he's he in. came he he came clutch that game. Like he was, they were running rings. That Tillemans, I've always liked him, man. But like, I think towards the end of the season, he mirrored what Leicester were like in it. But like this season, he started off really well, um, and I think they could end up having a, a, another decent season. To go. But I think City were just trash, man. Terrible. See you trash, and I, I hate that talk game, from man. Rodri, man. All he does is pass sideways and backwards, anyway. What? Because he came from Spain and he thinks what? Oh, this is the prem, bro. It ain't about having possession, and doing nothing with it. It's about what you do with the disrespect to get slapped five two and start running his mouth like that. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. humble yourself. No man. shame in it. No Trust shame. But how was the game though? Was it one of them where like um, City had mad chances, or even that was restricted? City started off strong, innit? They like always. Yeah. They start off really well, like. But then I think, yeah, Leicester just, they just, as I said, I'm telling you now, the game was won in midfield. Kevin De Bruyne didn't look normal. Like, he looked a bit off it. Um, they, I don't know why Pep has been starting with Rodri and Fernandinho. I don't get what he, don't, I, don't, I don't really get what he's doing I just he's don't doing think there. he trusts his defence, does he? He doesn't, he doesn't. Like, he yeah, has he doesn't. to put in that double pivot to d- protect them. To protect Not them, even yeah. that's protecting them because they just keep giving away penalties like that. Penalties, yeah. That yeah. Benjamin Mendy penalty on Madison oh, was that was the awful. laziest defending I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He, he knew he all, was giving All their penalties were deserved, man. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, but shout out Madison because he's called an absolute screamer. I can't even lie. I feel like that goal didn't get enough props because it was like a 5-2 but bro that was Bins <laughs> he like put it Bins against Edison as well who's not a waste man so yeah. I just think from that game and Rogers just tactically outclassed Pep man yeah he, that's literally what it was Bordy had the least amount of touches on the pitch but bagged the Hattie and they played to their <laughs> strengths so I respect it but one observation I'll take here as well is obviously with David Silver going you thought that Foden would go into the 
into the role of playing in centre mid. He's not a wide left. I know it might be because of injuries, whatever else, and they're not starting Torres right now, but he's not a left winger. And you could just see it was either try to give the ball to De Bruyne in that right channel cross or bust, and it weren't happening for them. Yeah. And without that, without the sort of number nine up top, they just look devoid of any creativity and ideas, man. And it's not something that you relate with City, especially yeah. whilst Pets been there. So I don't know. I'm not saying City are going to struggle. I still think they'll be up there, but I don't know. I was disappointed with them, man. Yeah, facts. So what are we saying? Serious will be serious. City will be serious this year because, man, like that result. I don't know. I don't think this defender that's going to come in could change things that quickly. And I, I also want to ask you, man, what is this? Is this Pep's last season? Do you reckon or? I think so, man. Yeah. If there's no champ, if there's no champs, they'll sack yeah, him. Yeah, he 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 could go outside, man, for real. I, I don't think they'll sack Pep because obviously they're director of football and everything like that. That it's all Pep, isn't That's it? it? They're yeah. all former Barca boys. So I think that band they'll keep him if Pep wants to stay. But I can't see Pep wanting to stay if it's going to be another season where they're just complete, well, not completely off the pace. Yeah, but they they are right now a worse team than Liverpool. It's not a competitive game right now. I'd say I think the David Silver loss is massive for them because their midfielders none of them are like Silver apart from De Bruyne. Like none of them know how to really recycle the ball and just keep the tempo going. Like you, yeah. I especially with Foden, but he is a younger player. But maybe more the other ones. Like they all take that extra touch. They all take that extra second to find the open man. And you can just tell on that left-hand side that they're struggling with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, massively. I mean, that's why they brought Bernardo Silva, no? To take over David Silva's role. So what's happening with Bernardo? That's my big question. Yeah, Bernardo's really been off the pace. Like, it's been, what, 18 months now? At least a year where he's just... He's fallen off. Like, his first season in England was brilliant. Like, he was one of their main guys. But now, yeah. I think he seems very positionless. Like, he's just not settled. Yeah. He's he's very much become a guy that's like he's the first reserve everywhere. But that doesn't he can't get a tempo. He can't get a good run of games because he's constantly All right. Go play centre mid. Okay, now you're gonna go play right wing. Okay, Bring now you can try to be a false nine. <laughs> Bring him to Anfield. It's calm. Be interesting to see what what happens in Man City. But hey, it's been good. It's time to line up them shots, lads. Who's got any shots to take today? Yeah, yeah. I got a shot once again. Um, <laughs> my shot is is for the Carabao Cup. And I'll tell you for why, because Jose is going to win it this year. Yeah, <laughs> Record this, save it, do what you want with it, play it back to me in February, March, whenever the, the final is going to be. We're winning it this year, I'm telling you. I've just got a feeling. Um, we didn't speak about it much in the pod, but we went through on penalties yesterday. And I'm, I don't know, man. I just I think this is the year that we finally break that 12-year year duck. So, yeah, I'm taking a shot for Jose, man. We won ugly yesterday, um, but we, we won all means necessary. And I think if we continue it, then we're going to win it this year. So, yeah. Right. Good luck against um, Wiz Khalifa tomorrow, man. Boy, <laughs> it's mad. It's mad, but boy, let's just, oh, yeah. No. That's, that's, Is it that's a big game? one. Yeah, we're at home, man. That's a big oh, that's one. I mean, if if I you believe reports, what, what I'm reading, we have to win that in order to go and get the centre-back at Inter. So, let's hope we, we, we get through in that one. I mean, you should do because you're at home, innit? If it's a away game, it might be a bit tricky, but you're in the conference, yeah. you're on the ends. Um, yeah, you, should come, you, should, you should get through that safely, man. 
Um, I've got a quick shot. Um, this is from Mikael Teta. Obviously not the result that we wanted, but um, yeah, man. He, I, I wasn't happy when he came. He's proved me wrong. Um, the only way is up, man, right now for us. Um, we're going to learn from my mistakes and we're definitely going to learn from the Liverpool game. We've got them tomorrow. Um, it'd be embarrassing if we take another L, but I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, um, Mikko, this was for you, bro. I'm surprised you're taking a shot for Mikko after that, that performance on Monday night, boy. Bro. No, I just I just got to... Bro, I, I can't get at him too much because I, I love him. Before. Do you know what? It's cute. It's cute, man. I respect <laughs> it. Like, man, them are losing, but taking shot for the manager because they didn't get Pam 5-1. Yeah, man. That's bro. the ambition there. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not one to send, but I think that's a mad thing. Are you? Are you sh- taking a shot for a man? Yeah, after that. You might have yeah. heard what I feel like. Well, you don't have heard what I feel about that game. Either. You don't have to agree with me. No, but, I, hear um, I hear that. Like I said I'm gonna I'm take my shot and um, I'm gonna keep it moving in it. Them gooners. I got a shot um, for Diogo Jota scoring his um, Liverpool, first Liverpool goal. Um, took it well, although it was a volley and a. Fucking ball bounced I mean, a couple of times. It, sorry, and this interrupted shot, but if we were being the, the the VAR police boy, slight there, but hey. I to be honest, I thought that was all, but we move, man. That's yeah. not our problem. <laughs> shot for him, man. I know there's many more there's many more to come. Um yeah, that's it, man. Shout out Jogo Jota. Alright, any more shots before we close the bar? I've got a it's shot. It's nearly 10 p.m., boys. I'll put it out. I'll put out my shot to good old Marcus Alonso. He's never yeah. going to play for us again with what he's done, but as a servant to our club and the whole 3 4 3 formation with Conte, he made that work beautifully. He scored a load of cracking goals for us, mostly against Spurs. Now that <laughs> I think about it, he loves scoring against Spurs, which as a Chelsea fan is always going to dear yourself. And I imagine it'll be the opposite way. But yeah, man, it'll be. It'll be good to see him off so we can actually play a proper left back there or Azpi. Thank you, Izzy. You shouldn't even uh, be playing football anyway. Man's a murderer, but yeah. Oh my God. We used to be a killer on the pitch, but now he is just a killer off it, unfortunately. <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest, how did he... Anyways, man. Yeah. Oh, he bust that one, yeah, but he's just a murderer. Me, how did he bust case, bro? But... Hey, listen, the barman said us we've got to get out. It's 10 o'clock, man. <laughs> Boris Johnson will be on our case. Yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. But another great week of the guys of the pods. Um, it's gonna be another round of fixtures this week, some interesting, interesting games coming around. Be sure to check us out next week. Thanks again, guys. Love and peace. Peace out. Peace. peace. <laughs> hey, hi.